Welcome to the latest episode of Schneps Connects. Today, we are talking with the Travel Agency. The Travel Agency is a retail cannabis company with a location in Union Square and another to come in downtown Brooklyn. They firmly believe that the cannabis industry holds the responsibility to aid in rectifying the harms inflicted by the war on drugs. Their ethos includes supporting BIPOC and women-owned brands, as well as providing opportunities for formerly incarcerated individuals and legacy operators through collaboration with their community partners. They advocate for the idea that a cannabis dispensary should cater to a diverse clientele, serving discerning customers who prioritize quality and responsible consumption. My guest today is Jesse Tolls, and he's the VP of Marketing at the Travel Agency. Jesse has over a decade of experience in agriculture and cannabis, scaling both vertically integrated and multi-channel businesses. He has successfully brought national CPG brands to new markets and evolved regional distribution models. He was Senior Director of Portfolio Engagement for Tilt Holdings, which is a leading marketing agency for a portfolio of nine cannabis brands in the wholesale channel. And prior to that, he was Director of Marketing for The Past, building out marketing for cannabis retail and wholesale in the Massachusetts market. So Jesse, great to have you with me, man. Thank you so much for uh, joining. Josh, thanks for having me. And I just really appreciate y'all giving me the time to be a real advocate for the cannabis plant, the products, and the community. Well, listen, I would love you maybe just start off by telling you know how you came up with the name and really a little yeah. bit of the dispensaries that the travel agency has. Absolutely. Yeah. So the name, great one. The travel agency, we were originally called Union Square Travel Agency, and we recently at the beginning of this year transitioned to the travel agency now that we are going to be serving different communities in New York. The name is the travel agency because two reasons, right? There are two primary reasons for me, for the rest of my team. This is the cannabis plant. We are seeking experiences that help us enjoy ourselves and also for wellness purposes, right? So the simple and practical reason for the name is that when you consume cannabis, you're traveling to a different state of being, whatever that means for any individual. And then there's also the second one that it's more philosophical and it's definitely more justice focused. And that's because in the New York market, there is a framework that was set up for the cannabis market to really serve populations that were impacted by the failed war on drugs, mm -hmm. right? So in this framework, we as the travel agency are developing our business in order to really transport people from places of impact to empowerment. So that's from the licensed owners to our 120 employees to our community, right? So we just did a recap. We just turned one. We just did a recap of our first full year in business. Thank you very, very much. It's been a wild ride. So in that recap, we're quite proud of a lot of the findings, a lot of lessons learned. And we did share with the public that we contributed almost $5 million in tax revenue. So that's a significant contribution. Sounds like a to, successful business. You know, they always say you got to pay a lot of taxes when you make a lot of money. Yeah, you also have to pay a lot of taxes in cannabis. So, yep, sure. Well, let's talk about some of the things that you learned through that first year of operation. Talk a little bit about what you learned about buying patterns, who you're selling to, any you know habits that you found from consumers. Yeah. So 
we have a huge and diverse array of people come through our doors and we have individuals who are you know the, the youngest you can be to purchase is 21 and we have individuals who are as old as 91 right so just in terms of the age range of our clientele you have people who span quite a few generations if you make a visit to our store and hopefully you do Union Square, and at the very least, when we open in Brooklyn, you come by and I can give you a VIP tour. You'll see the broad array of individuals coming through our doors, just touching every kind of demographic and psychographic you could think of. I mean, cannabis, just like plenty of other activities in your life, you might think is just a particular kind of individual who partakes. But if I was to relate it and draw parallels to consuming something like alcohol, it's not just one kind of individual who consumes alcohol. You have people of all different walks of life. So lessons learned in terms of the kinds of customers and, and buying habits or patterns, we have pretty standard across markets in the States. For cannabis, you have the majority of sales are flour. So whole cannabis flour that you can grind up and put in a joint or a blunt or a bowl or however you want to consume. And people say that flour is king or flour is queen. Mm. If you're talking about the revenue, the highest revenue generated is really tied to vaporizer products. So those are either cartridges that people use batteries to consume and vaporize oils, concentrates, or it is an all-in-one product that is quite easy. You, you purchase the all-in-one, you have the cartridge and the battery combined, and you go on your way and you have a vaporizer in your pocket. Talk a little bit about, you know, obviously you have one year under your belt in Union Square. You're going to be expanding to your second dispensary in downtown Brooklyn. Talk a little bit about how you made that decision to pick downtown Brooklyn as the next location and love for you to give an update on where you're at with that. Absolutely. So we are partnering with different licensees and we as the travel agency are the brand. We're the operating partner that is facilitating this business model, right? So one of our licensees that we have partnered with is the Doe Fund that we had just talked about. They are an entity working to remedy the impacts from the war on drugs and the partner that we are working with in Brooklyn is an individual who was impacted by the war on drugs. So a little bit of a different relationship. This individual was received his first cannabis charge when he was 18 years old, and he entered the criminal justice system. And this card license and the framework of the New York cannabis market is really going to allow him to build a legacy he and his family can be proud of. So the reason why we're in downtown Brooklyn, the reason why we're in Brooklyn is specifically in downtown Brooklyn is because of what is happening in and around Atlantic Terminal, right? We were very interested in pursuing a location that has a lot of activity for both foot traffic as well as community, right? So you have Atlantic Terminal, you have Barclays, you have BAM, you have myriad other locales that are meaningful for the community of downtown Brooklyn. And so it was really a, a function of where can we, in partnership, find a location that 
makes sense to have a storefront in a thriving community. You know, I guess one of the things that people have seen everywhere is these illegal stores popping up throughout the city. What can you say in terms of how the state is dealing with that issue and, you know, really what people should know in terms of the difference between legal stores and illegal stores? Yeah. So first nice fact right here is that there is about 1,500 plus unlicensed and illegal stores in the city of New York. So what is the state doing? It's a it's a very good question. And I understand that there are loopholes for these unlicensed operators to go about their business. And they're, you know, they're really just evaluating the risk reward for navigating cannabis sales illegally, essentially, right? And the state is enforcing what it's really laid out as law, and they're enforcing what they can, but I'm not sure it's really that much. I'm going to be honest with you. I think we opened a can of worms in New York, and it's quite challenging to put the, uh, the genie back in the bottle if I have to use two together. So also, Josh, for what it's worth, there are three different buckets that I like to use for different kinds of cannabis operators. You have legacy market that's been around for decades, you know, undercover moving the plant and the product forward. You have licensed and legal shops like ours, and there are quite a few of them opening now. And then like we were just talking about the very visible unlicensed and illegal shops of which there's 1500 plus, those ones, a lot of them are really just people or teams seeing an opportunity and capitalizing on it. You asked really what the difference is with licensed shops. Everything that we sell is grown, produced, tested, and then also sold by and for the state of New York, right? Whereas the unlicensed shops, you have no idea how that is being tested, if it's being tested, mm-hmm. and then where it's even coming from. You know, a lot of that product is either coming from other licensed markets like California, that there are a variety of different ways that it can be trafficked across state lines and brought to New York and sold here or from the legacy market. And so we in licensed shops really like to position ourselves as being able to provide seed to sale transparency so we can tell you where it was grown, produced, tested, and what's really in this product that you're consuming. And the the, the last one, promise is that with a legal market, you really know what the dosage is, right? So I'm sure sure you've got plenty of friends or family members who have stories about having no idea how much that brownie had in it, and then either not having an experience or or having a not so good experience. So we have a lot of people who are cannabis curious, and there's a certain level of trust we're able to instill because of the dosage we're able to guarantee. Yeah, I mean, listen, if you're putting whatever you're putting in your body, you want to know what it is. So, you know, that that should be a party for people to want to go to a legal store. No question. Talk a little bit about what you see as the future for New York legal cannabis. I mean, what do you think over the next few years? How will things evolve? What do you see in terms of your perspective? So I'll say what I'm most excited about is these micro business licenses. And it's very different from the licenses that are currently being granted. We have licenses that are intended for small-scale producers. So these micro-business licenses are 
to be granted to people who will be able to cultivate, produce any kind of legal product, then also retail their wares and deliver their goods. So this is like a, you know, think small batch, think craft, think a real dose of entrepreneurship and within cannabis. That's something I'm very excited for and interested to see how it plays out. And then in terms of the market as a whole, I mean, New York is New York. We're going to be one of the biggest, if not the biggest market in the world for cannabis. And it's going to be a lot of New Yorkers making moves in New York while also trying to navigate larger national or international companies that are trying to make a play for market share in the state of New York, right? So how do we, as New Yorkers, stay true to our community? How do we support each other? And what's been kind of beautiful in New York in this first year of the cannabis industry is that all of the, from cultivators, producers, labs, and retailers, we've all been super collaborative. We communicate with each other. I mean, a lot of people think, you know, there's a licensed dispensary here and there's one here and they're in competition with each other. And that's, you know, that is real to some some degree, but we are also in constant communication with each other, trying to figure out how to build this industry together. And I think that's something that you don't see a lot, especially not in new industries. Well, listen, you must be doing something right, because I hear you have a lot of celebrities coming through your doors. Can, can we expect anything like that in, in Brooklyn? Yeah. Yes, you definitely can. You'll have to wait. You'll have to wait and see and just stay tuned for a nice surprise. Because once we open, we're going to land definitely someone for a wonderful activation in store. Though something to mention is we have people come through our store in Union Square all the time, just as, you know, individuals wanting to purchase product, right? We get sightings and I don't want to call anybody out, but we have people who are a list all the way down. Well, listen, I wish you continued success with your expansion and I really appreciate you joining us. Thanks, Josh. I appreciate you having me. Likewise, Jesse. Thanks for joining our Schneps Connects podcast. You can listen to our podcast at podcast.schnepsmedia.com or of course, stream us on all major podcast networks.